This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Helping Hands with me, George Mulligan, a show that shines a light on community organisations in Christchurch and the good work that they're doing. Well, hello everyone, and today, this afternoon, we're joined by Ali from Victim Support. Welcome along, Ali. Thanks very much, George, for having me here. Yeah. Now, um, Ellie, if you can just start by giving us a brief rundown, what, what does victim support actually do and some of the, the different functions that they have? Because I know it's a big a big branched machine in a way. <laughs> yes, it is. It is, George. Um, victim support is a national organisation and we deliver our services through a regional structure uh, right throughout the country. And we offer support to victims of crime and trauma. Uh, we support victims to get the help they need to be safe, to find healing, to navigate the justice system, and really to empower them to rebuild their lives. Um, under that national umbrella, we just deliver our services through our well-trained and well-supported volunteers who are managed by service coordinators, team leaders, area managers throughout the country. Okay. And is that where you come in? Are you a, a, a volunteer coordinator? or a I'm a volunteer worker. Volunteer, a volunteer worker. Yes, I'm right. on the yeah. front line. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and how did you come to get involved in, in victim support, Ellie? Well, I reached a, a time in my life where my uh, children had left home. Um, I had retired. And I was really looking for something to, you know, I wanted to give back to, to our community. And I investigated various options and I came across victim support and I got onto their website and I phoned the 0800 volunteer number. I had an interview and I began my training a couple of months later and that was about three years ago. About three years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. And I had a quick look on the website the other night, and they, they don't throw you into the deep end. They give you a lot of training before you go into into your role. What, what was the training like? Yes, that's, that's the wonderful thing about victim support. Uh, the training is fantastic. Um, after I had been selected, I was um, trained with the other volunteers for a three-day intensive workshop, and in that time, we learnt all the different aspects of, of what our work would entail. Uh, we have good ongoing training. Four times a year, we meet for a whole day, and that enables all the different specialists to come in and um, train with us. So it's, it's a very, very well-run, supported organisation. Yeah, and... 
Is, is the same sort of training that you do for each role? Like if you're someone that uh, helps someone out with going through the court system, for example, is that the same training that someone that would first meet a victim after a crime and deal with them? Or is it sort of a different uh, different training for different positions within Well, we, we start off with a general training. Yeah. And that covers um, all sorts of things like uh, how to provide psychological support for our victims, um, how to assist and support our victims throughout the court process at trials and hearings, and also learning all about the specialist support services that are available to help our victims. And But under that umbrella, there, there are also... Um, specialist areas like homicide, suicide, family harm, sexual violence. So we can we can do specialist Upscale. training in in the area that particularly yeah. you know we, we find we're interested in. Yeah. And do, do the same people tend to stick with one victim throughout the whole course, or does it uh, change that so the, the the people will be having more than uh, you, that's I, the ideal way, the ideal way um, and yeah. usually that happens, that mm -hmm. we're with the victim. We always say we're with you every step of the way. Yeah. So from, from the first visit or the first phone call, we're there to, for the rest of their journey. Yeah. And that gives them the sort of the rapport and the, the relationship that's already been built up that, so they can... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it builds up that relationship of trust. And uh, that's a very, very important part of, of our work. Okay. And the volunteers that you get, do a lot of them come through the victim support themselves? And so they've been um, been the victim of a crime and they've been supported by victim support and then continue on and volunteer? Or Yes, some of, some of our people do. Yeah. Some of our people... Um, feel that they're at the stage of their life where they want to, to volunteer. Um, we have a very diverse um, group of volunteers from all walks of life, and they all bring something that's special and unique to, to victim support. Is there a good sort of a, a social network? Do you know most of the other volunteers in, in the victim support Christchurch? Yes, or? we get to know them through our training days. Yeah, yeah. Um, next week we're having a, a Christmas party, so you get to catch up with them all then. Uh, yeah, so it's a very close-knit, very close-knit team, team, yes. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. And do you have a, a sort of a, a special moment that's been a favourite moment of yours from... Well, I think every every victim is, is special, but I think probably... Um, the most harrowing and um, special situation was the mosque shootings. Right. Yeah. Um, it was really heartwarming to to see how quickly victim support could get together um, a Christchurch response team and have them on the ground and ready to start support for our victims in a matter of hours. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was, 
really incredible to, to see that happen. Yeah, because it was such a massive event, you'd have had to have so many more volunteers helping people than, than usual. Absolutely. They yeah. came from all over New Zealand. They dropped yeah. everything and came down to Christchurch. And we were very fortunate that we had fantastic leadership. And within a very short space of time, we were able to get up to the hospital, go out to homes and start that support for those people. How many volunteers are there at Victim Support around, first of all, Christchurch and then New Zealand, I suppose, because it would be a big team? Yes, I'm not sure. There's a lot of us throughout New Zealand, but in Christchurch there's about 30 30, volunteers, and we're always looking for more volunteers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, so we're quite a a tight-knit group. Okay. And... Uh, do you have to commit to a certain amount of hours per week or a certain amount of time that you've got to work there? For- uh, yes, but victim support is very flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, they realise that we all have work commitments and family commitments. Uh, for myself, I try to commit to one um, on-call um, 12-hour period each week. And in that 12 hours... I can be called by our contact centre and they will perhaps give me a case and that case perhaps needs a phone call straight away. It needs perhaps a visit. So I spend the rest of the week dealing with those those cases that I've got. Sometimes we don't have any cases. It just depends on, on what's happening at the time. Yeah. And so it would take a lot of your energy to do those those twelve hour days and to be with with people at their sort of most vulnerable moments as they're going through being a victim of crime. Do you, a lot of the the people that you um, meet as as victims of crime become friends? No, no. no. We always say that we are walking with them th- on on a journey, mm-hmm. but no, we we stress that they don't become our friends right. because yeah. um, that doesn't enable us to do our work as e- efficiently and effectively. Yeah. Okay. And do people, because I know like there's, there's driving um, victims' families from the airport to hotels and there's been with, sitting with people in court and there's the immediate aftermath for victims. Do volunteers cover all those areas or will volunteers specialise in like um, the immediate sort of meeting of someone after after a crime or going through the judiciary system or uh, When we first meet a victim of crime mm-hmm. or trauma mm-hmm. um, we assure them that we will be there for the entire journey and Sometimes that journey, especially if it's if they're victims of serious crime, that can take up to a couple of years because mm-hmm. we might have a, a trial and a sentencing to go through. So we promise that we will be there for them every step of the way. Yeah. And on that journey, there's all sorts of different support that is needed. Sometimes if, if there's a, a court case, there's a victim impact statement to be done. Um, there's getting relatives down from other parts of the country to to attend a, um, a court 
trial. There's all sorts of things. So we we promise that we will be there every step of the way. Excellent. Okay. And do you, do you work in with other agencies like? Uh, uh, Community community law centre is probably not a very good example, but well, it is actually because we do. Yes, right. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes, I think that was one of the special things about the mosque um, incident was the fact that it was amazing how all these different community um, groups came together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was very heartwarming. I mean, MSD, Immigration, ACC, Housing New Zealand. It was incredible how we all... melded We all melded together. We all worked as a team. We all knew what we were trying to do. Mm -hmm. And um, just lots and lots of little things. Like I can remember one of my victims desperately needed some firewood. So I rang the Salvation Army, and the Salvation Army delivered um, a a truckload of firewood. So we all pitched in together and uh, and got things done. Yeah. So I suppose it's hard to to for now to see what's sort of going to be the the outcome. But what sort of changes do you think the Mosh shooting is going to make into the future of victim support? Is it because it will probably has it changed the structure at all or the way that victim support deals with the aftermath of serious crime? Or? No, I think victim support always deals with the aftermath of crime in, in the same way. I think what was so different about the mosque incident was the extent mm-hmm. of the work. You know, right. We couldn't yeah. have imagined. And hopefully we will never have something like that to deal with again. Yeah. But um, it was a huge, um, huge effort from mm. from everyone concerned. But we've learnt a lot from it. We've prepared for for another big national, you know, emergency. emergency yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Christchurch earthquakes and the Kaikoura earthquakes would have been another interesting one because I, I see that you do natural disasters for people that are suffering from post-traumatic stress from natural disasters. That would have been a very big sort of scaling up operation where you yes, needed a lot of... Yes, and the White Island. Oh, White Island, yeah. yeah. That, so victim support was involved in that. So I don't think there's been very many the victim support hasn't been involved in. No, yeah. But look, we're always learning, we're always evolving, mm. um, and we are just getting better and better at what we do. Mm. Looking into the future in a more general term, is there any sort of areas that victim support's uh, planning to, to branch into or any sort of changes to victim support? No, I, I, look, I'm, I'm not... I couldn't answer that. Right, yeah, that makes... <laughs> I couldn't yeah. answer that one. Yeah. So I suppose a really basic basic question, how, how can people get in touch if they want to volunteer for victim support? Uh, by going to our website, mm-hmm. uh, victim support, or perhaps by phoning 0800 volunteer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're always keen, we always want to hear from from potential support workers. And I'd have to say that I would encourage anyone who is is feeling that they would like to do something like this. It's it's a wonderful organisation. It's an organisation where you can really, really make a difference. And um, if you like a challenge, 
if you are empathetic, if you're a good listener, you're perfect for the job. Excellent. Okay. So, so how has COVID-19 affected the organisation? Well, COVID-19 was a challenge. Uh, we were determined that our victims were going to continue to be supported. Uh, it just meant that our visits were, were stopped for a while, but we were able to keep in touch with people through the phone and to um, be there for them. And fortunately now we're just about back to normal, so we've been able to, to resume our, right. our normal yeah. work. Yeah. So there would have been a lot of um, domestic violence. That would have probably increased, I suppose, over COVID with the lockdown and things like that. Would that be sort of, sort of one of the effects? Uh, app- apparently so. That's not an area that I have chosen to mm. to do specialist training in. Mm. But um, we have a very, very active um, family harm and family violence um, area. And uh, I believe that, yes, the lockdown has has proved challenging for a lot of people, yeah, a lot of families. Mm. That, the training that you've done through victim support in, in diff- different areas, it must help a lot outside of your life, like just the, the general counselling skills that you learn and the empathy, empathetic listening and things like that. Yes, I'm, I'm sure it does, although I don't know that my family would agree with that. Um, but yes, it, it certainly makes you uh, aware of things that you probably didn't realise, mm. that there are people out there in our community who are hurting, who are going through a really tough time, and who do need some some support. Yeah. So going back to the mosque shootings, that would have been a, a huge logistical sort of issue. What sort of support did you provide to, during the, the mosque shootings? Well, first of all, for, for the first couple of days, uh, there wasn't an awful lot of support we could provide except being there, reassuring our victims that we were there for them and just being there and listening. Um, then, after a couple of days, uh, we could start putting into to practice some, some practical support. For instance, there were wives that wanted to be with their husbands in hospital, but they had young children. So helping to organise some daycare f- for the children to, to f- so the wives could help yeah. and, and could be b- beside their husbands and, and fathers, etc., that was one of the best things we did, I think. Um, then um, just organising food packages. and I mean, life goes on. You know, there's rent that has to be paid. There's taxis that have to be organised. There's all sorts of things. And I'd have to say that it was wonderful that the generosity of New Zealanders... Shines through. Oh, absolutely, through yeah. the Give a Little page. Yeah. Um, that enabled us to be able to start with financial help straight away. Mm. And that was was a very special, special thing. So our work continues with, with um, our victims. Um, to this, to this day, I mean, 18 months after the event, mm-hmm. we're, we're still 
in contact with them and, and yeah. providing that support. These people had to rebuild shattered lives, yeah. and that doesn't happen overnight. overnight yeah. It takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I speak for all of, of the Christchurch response team when I say that, you know, it's, it's probably been one of the most rewarding times of our lives, mm-hmm. and it's been a privilege to work with, with our Muslim friends. And we've learned a lot. We've learned mm-hmm. a lot about another culture. We've learned a lot about another faith. And, uh, yes, it's been an absolute privilege. Mm. Even just from from the outside, uh, my memories of the Christchurch Mosque, obviously there was the the shock of seeing those initial images. But then there was the the amazing scenes of going to my father's barbers and I saw all the food packages that people had brought in and the different, that was sort of the collection point for food donations and clothing donations and things like that. And then the the flowers outside the Botanic Garden, I'm sure there were more flowers leaned up against the wall than there were actually in the Botanic Garden itself. Yeah. So yeah. it was it quite... Was, it was a very, very special time. It was a sad, sad time, mm. but it was a very special time mm. because all of New Zealand came together and we all worked together and it just shows what, what can be done. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Well, that's surprisingly, we've got to the end of the time, but thank you very much for coming in, Ellie, and just shedding some light on on what happens in victim support and the different ways that victim support help out. And so, yeah, just to remind everyone that uh, if you are keen on volunteering, do go on to Victim Support's website, www.victimsupport.org.nz. And, yeah, um, thank you very much, Ellie, for coming in. Thank you, George. It's been my pleasure.